Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. L. McPherson in 1988, I'm doing her doggy style while watching the Redskins win the Super Bowl and eating a fucking hero off her back. It's interesting that you think that you would have a 12-hour session. Lifestyle podcast from the ballerlifestyle.com. I am, as always, your host, Brian Beckner. Stoked you are here. Stoked you are joining us for episode 104, 104 of the program. As always, I give you the ways to contact us. If you hear us, you just write this down because at some point you're going to hear something we say and you're going to want to respond to it. And then you're gonna. Then I'm gonna get a tweet, and it's gonna say, "Hey, what's the voicemail? How, did you? Can you give me the voicemail number? I'm gonna give it to you right now. Have it. Put it in your phone. The voicemail nine four nine four six four TBLS. If you hear something and you would like to briefly react to it, I suggest you do it there. Be the voicemail. Uh, also, you're also welcome to email the show mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com is the email address for for the show. As always, I implore you to like the show on Facebook, The Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. And similarly, I would like it if you would subscribe to the show on iTunes. Go to iTunes, search The Baller Lifestyle Podcast, find us, rate us, review us, do everything that you can there. Uh, joining me now, as always, Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? Good. I, uh, I saw The Revenant. Ah. Oh. I haven't oh. seen it yet. I'm going to see it this week. It's really good. Is it? Really good, yeah. I loved it. Um, one thing, you know, when people are talking about, you know, my position on award shows, they're oh, terrible. Yeah, you don't like them. Yeah. Well, it's just, there's a lot of, like, cheesy jokes, and then it's just totally. pe- people uh, thanking their agents. Like I agree. Although I'm always interested in who wins and loses stuff, and just like the Hall of Fame voting. Like, I like that stuff, but I like to... Th- Think about it after the fact. I don't like any of the, you know, the ceremonies involved. It is kind of silly to think about merit uh, to to rewarding the the artistic merit of something, right? But but all the controversy about you know the, the, that they're so white and stuff, and you know, without question, there's it's heavily slanted towards whitey. But that's you know that's Hollywood makes the movies that are heavily slanted towards whitey. That's but right. when people are talking about like. Oh, the snubbing that straight out of Compton and Creed. Those movies, I enjoyed both of them. But like you put that next to some of these other movies, they're not they're not best picture or like best actor stuff. Like go watch what you know, I, I finally watched The Revenant. Watch what Tom Hardy does. Yeah, that guy's amazing. Ver- as as the villain in The Revenant versus like Sylvester Stallone and Creed. I mean, you know, I'm getting off the black subject, but like, sure. there's just two different things going on. And, you know, 
Rocky was fun or Creed was fun, but it was a totally different movie. It was a popcorn movie. Like these I are totally agree. Like you know, you want to bring up uh, that Idris Elba Netflix movie, uh, Beasts of No Nation. That you could say that got snubbed. That was you know that was a heavy, serious, like crazy movie. Started, but that's a that. Did that have a theatrical release? You can't get nominated if you don't have a theatrical. I, I think they do a little bullshit. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they you just have to theaters, right? I think yeah. that that's all they're doing. Uh, I agree. Those. I feel like this might come up in fancy pop later, but I, I agree that the you know I don't like the whole idea of that not enough black movies or whatever. For instance, I thought Samuel L. Jackson was really good, but that in in the Hateful Eight. Yeah, that that movie didn't get much love, so he didn't get a nomination. You know, I don't think it's because he's black. I just think they don't greenlight projects. Like you, you think about a movie like Whiplash, which was a cool movie. Like yeah. if that was made, that could have been with black actors. Sure. I mean, or Fruitvale Station last year was snubbed. Right. But like, don't tell me that it's straight out of Compton. Like, yeah, I mean, Easy E was pretty good in that. Pretty but good. like, yeah. but like overall, like these, that's that's not an Oscar movie. It that's wasn't. just like you, a fun movie. You weren't sitting there in the theater thinking that this is an important piece of art that I'm watching. Right. It's a cool movie. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's more what gets greenlit. That's that's more so than what you know. But whatever. Yes, I agree. See the Revenant. It's it's badass. I know. I'm gonna see it this weekend. Yeah. I can only do movies every year because I'm my children every other weekend. (laughs) Yeah, that's a tough one. You wouldn't want to bring the kids to the Revenant. No. (laughs) So on the weekends the children are here, I have to see bad kids movies, and then the following weekend, which would be this coming weekend. I'll be able to see The Revenant, and I, I can already tell I'm going to love it. Yeah, it's it's badass. Uh, okay, anything else? No, we're good. I'm trying to think if I have anything. What, yeah, what do you have going on? I don't know. I'm, just, I'm sure. Oh, I come, you know what? Yes, you, yeah. you, got, you got involved a little racial tensions. Did I? Yeah, somebody, somebody didn't like your Facebook post. Oh, right. Yeah. What was <laughs> that all about? I... I I somebody said I made a very so oh it was, it was last Denzel. week's show yes last week's show I made a post about last week's show and I and we talked about my my quickly and easily debunked theory that Denzel Washington can't read yeah based, it, was, it was a funny theory based on his based on his uh, not being able to did, forgetting his glasses on for his Golden Globes exception <laughs> acceptance. Uh, appearance and I, so when I made the post for the podcast on Facebook I made it with like a BuzzFeed style headline right and I said it was can, it was like so obviously a joke <laughs> right I was, I was being satirical I said can this man read the answer may surprise you and I, then I put a picture of Denzel Washington there like obviously being silly and then someone hold on I'm gonna fix my mic stand here uh, someone took offense to that, but I didn't, you know, there's no tone on, on online. There's no tone via text. So you can't really, and people aren't like people like you and I, we're master communicators, Ed. <laughs> we're very good at conveying what we mean. For instance, when I do a headline like that, it's very obvious that I'm making a joke. There's well, not really the any question. The whole point of all of this, the whole point of all yes. of this is a joke. It's silly. Yes, right. What we're doing is silly. Uh, but some guy said, he quoted it and then he said, those types of titles slash headlines are the worst things in the history of the internet, period. 
And then I said, people that don't understand satire are the best thing in the history of the <laughs> internet's semicolon. But the, but then he was like, he I think what he was trying to convey yes. is that that in general he hates that when you know what I was making fun of, and so I, I think he was sort of agreeing with me. But that wasn't clear, so I didn't I didn't mean to make fun of the guy. Yeah, it's just it doesn't it doesn't like yeah. it's a joke. The whole everything is a joke, and if if right. I th- I was getting a vibe like there was some racial implications yes. in what you're doing, and it's like right. well I think we've established here. White people are the stupidest people on earth. So right, we're we are not taking that stance on this. Yes, this. we're we're the worst. We lead the world in being the worst. That yeah. is for yeah. sure. I'll, I will own that. I'm happy to own yeah, that for sure. Yeah, that that was pretty funny. I forgot about that. Uh, so that's why everybody needs to follow our Facebook page, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. Get involved. And then I did another post. I think it was on my personal. Sometimes I'll take a tweet. And yeah. I'll p- also post it to Facebook. So I see, like, our dear friend, last week's guest, Jason Stewart. He has something set up where all his tweets yeah, a bit sh- much show up on Facebook, right? Which is which isn't necessary. We actually have an email about this so that I'll get to in a minute. And I don't have that set up. And so, like, today, or this week, we lost um, from the Eagles. Glenn Fry passed away. <laughs> very, very much, much, much too young to die. It's a tragedy when someone dies before their time. I was not a particular fan of his music, hmm. as I as I didn't, I, I didn't realize people were as I had made clear in the past. And so I made a tweet that uh, I said uh, I can't remember exactly what I said, but I said I've already heard two Eagles songs today, so obviously I'm mourning. Glenn Fry the most and uh, but then I was going to put it then I'm like oh that's kind of funny I'll put it on Facebook and then I went to Facebook and it was just reams and reams just pages and pages of people mourning Glenn Fry and I, and I thought you know what this is going to not get the reaction that I want on this via this medium so I won't do it but then I posted something last week that was a tweet and people got in an arg- people got in a fight with each other, like people, like radio <laughs> or podcast listeners got in a fight with each other. And I'm like, oh, this is, I'm fucking famous. Like this is, this is my, my moment of fame that p- two people that I don't actually know are fighting with each other in the comments of yeah. a post that I made yeah. on Facebook. You've done it. That, yeah, that's, that's, that's success. Yeah. yeah. I'm basically uh, Louis CK at that point. Yeah. And I, I, the, uh, the death train, like it, it was, you know, yeah, going it's on rolling. Fu- Going on fumes yesterday. I saw last night somebody posting, you know, like a touching tribute to the the guitarist from Mott the Hoople. Right. And it's like, you know, drummer or drum, whatever. And, and, you know, all the young dudes. Good song written by Bo, written by Bowie, by the way. But but like, okay, then, you know, beyond that, I can't think of one thing Mott the Hoople did that really should be, you know, getting this long tribute. But yeah, even that got a long tribute. They were a little before my time. I do know that they're very respected amongst musicians. And one of the guys from Mott the Hoople produced um, London Calling. So that's oh, like okay. a, a thing. That's, but Right. But yeah, yeah, like all the young dudes, good song. Great song. Yeah, fantastic. Um, yeah, it's, we are, you talked about this last week and just the whole, um, psychology of grief and just being and wanting to be in on the grieving for certain people yeah. is it's just it's it's an odd thing and i don't you know there's not really any right or wrong okay hey i got on the ground floor of the uh the mayor of ghostbusters 
Yeah, that was good. That was good. <laughs> I forgot or when I went back and looked, you posted a, a a link. I forgot how just uh, shockingly, jarringly short he was. Yeah, that's a good scene. The look he gives Bill Murray when he calls him Lenny is the yeah. best. Great scene. Great scene. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Email. All right. What do you got? First email. Hello, everyone. I'm hoping you can help me. The automatic timer for the pump on my heated pool has been on the fritz lately. Oh, boy. It just won't turn on or off when it's supposed to sometimes. Here's where it gets weird. I can go to the control box when it does this and give it a Fonzie hit and things go back to normal. Should I abuse my superpowers further or have it serviced before it affects the rock waterfall? Hashtag team current episode. Hashtag team every episode. Hashtag what up, John of Fullerton. Until next time. At, that's from at rights of bill wow obviously, hugh hefner <laughs> obviously heated pool wow uh, yes. your cup running I mean, over buddy all, all pools are heated like if you have a pool <laughs> it's heated uh but yes. i i was you know while you're saying that i i loved back in the day i mean there was there were about five shows we could choose from i did yeah. love happy days and i loved the hell out of the fawns but like, what? Yeah. What exactly? But I'm saying, when I was six, like that's what cool is, right? Right, totally. But he like, was cool. Were they implying he did he have magic? Like, was was he a magician? Yeah. yeah. Like, what was going on there? Also, like a little bathroom sort of attendant too. Bill, Bill Cosbyism in him when he would he would snap, and very very right. obedient young. women girls would come to be at his beck and call and he could just mouth rape them right there in in arnold's you know it was it was a it was a different time like the guy the guy camps out in the bathroom and then he just emerges i'm I'm not even sure i've ever seen him i saw him comb his hair i don't remember seeing him wash his hands even no and he was an adult spent all of his time with high school kids yeah young boys and girls it was a little weird also, and always with a leather jacket, like always. Whose idea was it to get a five feet four Jew and <laughs> cast him as a tough guy? It, yeah, Gary Marshall. I mean, you know, the best tough guy he could have assigned was his sister. Right, that's right. true. <laughs> if he got Laverne, if he got Laverne in there, people would be scared as shit. But on that, on Laverne and Shirley, you had the big ragu, also a little five guy four. who. Yeah, who would dance at people. Like, he, he was the tough guy, and he was tough via dance moves. Yeah. Very yeah, weird. He was, he, was, he, was very, he was a very song and dance kind of guy. We did not, we did not look. These, these were our tough guy role models. Things were, things were just spoon-fed to us back in right. the day. And, I, you know, I, I really, in retrospect, I'm a little embarrassed at my, at my entertainment choices as a youngster. <laughs> yeah. So, Ed, that, this got me thinking. Rights of Bill was obviously in that email was satirizing the listeners who use yeah. the guise of asking for our advice via email to brag about their affluent yeah, neighborhood exactly. or their, exactly. their high paying job or how much sex they have. <laughs> yeah. I was afraid my grandma would find out how much sex I'm having. Yes, yes, how many threesomes. <laughs> but speaking of that, we have not heard from Johnny Football for a while. And that for those that don't remember, Johnny Football is our listener who really who had an actual quandary, and I know he did because he wasn't making this up because he sent me the pictures. I've oh, the, seen the, the flight evidence, attendant, the documentation. That's right. Johnny Football was in a real quandary because he had some Swedish 
flight attendant that he was sexing and she would come to town to Houston once a week on her route and he'd bang her and she'd beat it and she'd buy him dinner and she and she'd take him on vacations and she she was cashed up for a flight attendant somehow she was family money and she had offered to whisk him away to to a a better life in Sweden to sort of be a kept man for her but he he was in a quandary because she wasn't that hot mm. and he well, was it a was, little worried she about was, that she was she uh, was uh Penn Stater, right? He said she had a yes, hot body, l- yeah, little tough plain, on the face, plain helmet. And I, you know, I saw her. She was okay. She wasn't like she wasn't going to win any beauty contests. But if she was nice, I mean, I don't think there was. Any, she had a nice body, that's for sure. And she was, I mean, she was hooking him up. Yeah, she was like, she wanted him to quit his job and come with her. He was, I mean, it was very much a a role reversal. It was like a pretty woman situation. Yeah, we need an opposite. update. Yeah. So Wait, and and while yes. we're at it, requesting things from listeners. Yeah. I need uh, I need a little more out of Kyle and Scanny. Oh yeah. I, I'm he's thinking. Good. I would like I would like for him to ask his Amish buddy, okay. formerly Amish buddy, give us a quick review of Witness and Kingpin. Oh, interesting. Right. How Get were the little, Amish treated? Like like. Yeah, you know how you 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 hear like, oh, that that was misrepresentation. Right. I want to know, like, how does he feel about those two things? Yeah, do they bowl eleven frames or fifteen? Yeah, fifteen. Fifteen. One and a half, right? Yes, one and a half. Uh, yeah, let's. When I give out the voicemail at the beginning of the show, it's pretty much exclusively for Kyle and Scanny. Yeah, for sure. We we'd like to hear. From and you I, you know, I I met with a buddy. Uh, uh, over the holidays, and first thing he mentioned to me is he loved Kyle and Scanny. See that 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 I'm, you don't do that on purpose, but you do that, and it annoys me when you say that because you go, "Hey, I was talking to my friend, and he he really <laughs> liked this one segment that we do, and he thought, and and then you're like, you have like production notes from multiple <laughs> buddies of yours, and they're like, yeah, they were listening, and they like when we do this, and they don't like when we do this." And then here's me talking to anyone I know <laughs> at any time, no matter how close a friend. Hey, um, you still doing that podcast thing? <laughs> so F my friends and yeah. your friends have good ideas. Okay, here's another email. Guys, what are the rules? Surely people must unlink their Facebook account from their Instagram accounts. Why? Because there's nothing more annoying than scanning through your FB feed in the morning only to realize it's dull as shit. So you jump to your Insta and bam, all the same shit again. Discuss. Great show. Great work. Keep it up. Hashtag team current episode. Hashtag every damn week. That's from Will. I think he's, I think he's, I think you would agree with him. And I think he's kind of taking the piss out of me here because I do that. You have an automatic? I don't have an automatic, but occasionally if I do oh, a, what I, def- I think is a funny Instagram, I'll also link it to my Facebook. That's that's what I do too. Like when I yeah. think there could be some crossover because I, right. I don't always have the crossover. Not everyone. Yep. You know, I, I'll put it out there. But, you know, in general, like I like a bunch of stuff, but really I only care for something funny or like some like, you know, if somebody wants to put scenery, it's going to have to be something like, you know, crazy that I haven't seen. Overall, like... Yeah, it's mostly you're doing it for yourself. It's like I, I, I put out most of the stuff pretty much because I just, I, I'm entertained by it yeah. and I want to be entertained by yes. it some more for some reason. But like, I, I don't know. I don't. I 
most of Facebook is noise to me. Like I, I, I really much like when people say they read Playboy for the articles, like that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm just looking for the news feed or something funny or a funny video that somebody's posted. Like I, agreed. I have many, many people hidden. So a lot of times I won't right. run into that because I yeah. do, I do. I'm pretty, pretty judicious with the hiding of people. Uh, yeah, like today, uh, well, yeah. by the way, I just saw something and I guess it's old and it's been, people have talked about it before, but there was a Kim Cattrall video where she's talking about how she de- recites poetry as her husband plays the bass. Oh, oh that's great. I love that. I, love <laughs> I that. just saw it for the first time today. It oh. was amazing. I think we've talked about it here before. I don't know. Maybe I just zoned yeah. out, but like there's there's no sexual acts that could make me enjoy that. Like <laughs> no, there's nothing no, there's no. nothing she could no. do <laughs> that would make Ed, that a worthwhile Ed, relationship. She, she scats. Yes, she be bop bop. It's it's her ex-husband. <laughs> and he play, he plays the stand-up bass while she scats. It's amazing. Like what? Yeah. I mean, there's no there's no sexual act that could make that a worthwhile relationship. No, I absolutely agree. Well, like just the cringe factor. My my penis would literally retract. <laughs> it would not. I would see. Well, that. he's playing like he's into it. <laughs> yes, that's true. But the scatting, like, is he expecting her to scat over it because she does, and it's just so cringeworthy that I don't. I feel like I would not be able to have sex with that person again. No, no. No, certainly yes. not. Yeah, I agree. Uh, okay, here's another one. Email. Ed. Oh, it's d- directly for you, Ed. Whoa, whoa. When The Bachelor is discussed during the podcast, does it make you want to watch the show so you could talk about it too? That's, Ed, that's from our dear friend Ish, and I, and I fear he has an agenda. He does have an agenda. Yes. I'll give you the short answer, and no. that is no. Oh. Shocked. The slightly longer answer is when The Bachelor starts getting discussed, like when Jay Stew is here I, and when the season starts, I'll try to look up their favorite movies or something. So I have something to offer. But usually I have a game going on right. on mute in the background. Mm-hmm. And so when the, when it gets a little bit too much about The Bachelor, yes. like last week, I think there was a tight game in the fourth quarter with the Knicks and... I got to be honest, a couple right. times I was called on and I just looked down. I was like, ah, oh. somebody likes Dances with Wolves. Like, <laughs> That's I, good, though. I was, I was totally out of it last week. I like when you chime in with that stuff. Uh, so, yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I do, I do like that email from Ish. Uh, okay. And uh, we have a voicemail this week. This is from our dear friend Wayne in Nashville. Oh, Ed, let's, our, let's, our boy. Hardest listener, hardest Wayne in Nashville. Let's, let's see what Wayne has to say. Hey, Brian, Fancy, Ed, what's up, y'all? It's Wayne in Nashville. You're talking about conspiracy theories. I was at a New Year's Eve party, and I had a guy who believed in two of these, that the world is flat, and his reasoning for this is because when he looks out, he doesn't see the horizon curve. Um, I don't know. Whatever. What do you do with that? And that he doesn't believe in space travel either. And also, the NFL player that's going to buy a timeshare, if you won the Powerball, who wants a timeshare? That's the dumbest thing you could do. My mom got one of those, and she keeps telling me she's going to leave it to me when she dies. I don't want that thing at all, so I hope I die before she does. Because you can't get rid of those things. They're such a bad idea. Anybody that buys a timeshare is just a moron. Anyway... 
Brian, we need more of like Friday Fact stuff. That stuff is hilarious, man. Love the podcast. I'll keep it up. Later. All right. Thank you very much, Wayne. Excellent voicemail, as always. A few things there, Ed. First of all, he loves me on the radio. So he's, again, he's moved to the top of my favorite favorite listener. I mean, who doesn't like this guy? Right. He's Great. the best. But I got to say, this poor son of a bitch. We already yeah. know about how he's bogged down in a lot of theatrical stuff yeah, in his, his life. His wife is a like theater director. But he's going to parties with with dumbs like this. This yeah. guy doesn't. But I mean, yeah. that's that's tough because I, you know, I feel like we know Wayne well enough to know that this isn't his choice hanging out with this guy. No, that's for sure. Wayne is a pretty like Wayne's been. He's lived life. He lives he, in Nashville. He, he's he's right. a street smart individual. He yeah, doesn't he, suffer fools. Right. He's not. He's not hanging out with this this pathetic piece of shit. No. Like what do you? And these conspiracy guys, like he—he he knows somebody that thinks the world is fucking flat. That's that's that's, that's what first, second grade. Yes, the, this is the kind of dipshit that really wants to share his opinion with you. Like I right. might think some controversial things, but I don't bring them up in mixed company because right. I'm intelligent. <laughs> right, right. If this guy wants you to know that he thinks this. And he made reference, and I think we talked about this last week, but I don't think we talked about this part. We, we were discussing, the, uh, or this is a couple of weeks ago, William Hayes of the St. Louis Rams. Right, and right, he's, right. He's, uh, he's a dinosaur truther. Right. And we talked about how he had, um, he had been in an argument about the existence of dinosaurs with Chris Long. And I brought this up on the radio because I, I'm like, oh, I thought Chris Long was pretty smart when he was sorting this guy at this guy William Hayes out on the on the dinosaurs that you know they actually did exist, but then I heard another thing with Chris Long, Howie Long's son, that he he was not only was he playing Powerball, but oh, that was he if, wearing a disguise or something? Yeah, he was wearing a disguise. But then they asked him if he won the Powerball, what was he going to do? And he said, and I'm paraphrasing, that he would buy a timeshare in Myrtle Beach. What? And a boat. Oh, no. <laughs> and first of all, as Wayne and Nashville alluded, timeshare is a terrible investment. Yeah. How would you like to sink a ton of money into something and then you're just constantly negotiating? Yes, and you have to pay fees and you can never sell it. As soon as you buy it, it's not worth anything to anyone else. And Bad idea. I'll, and I'll go one step further. I've sat through a couple timeshare presentations to get like a yeah. voucher for something right. or $200 off. And it's like, well, $200. I mean, I can sit it's through anything an for $200. Yeah, $200 and for an hour it, of time is worth it. I, I can tell you it's not worth it. It isn't. I'm, I'm not doing that again. I don't care what they offer me. Like, they're going to have to offer me, you know, like L. McPherson in 1988. Right. right. I'm doing a doggy style while watching the Redskins <laughs> win the Super Bowl and eating. A fucking hero off her back. <laughs> then maybe I'll consider a timeshare presentation. Well, because a timeshare is such a fucking scam that they got to bring the hard clothes, Ed. Like, they're not, they're fucking going to try to sell the fuck out of that timeshare because it's a shitty thing. Anybody that tries to sell you something really hard, you know they're trying to sell you a shitty thing. That's right, because the good things, they sell themselves. Yes. And 
And then when you say to the dipshit that's trying to sell you no, they're like, all right, let me go talk to my manager, see what he can do. Right. And then some some piece of shit wearing like you know eleven dollar loafers yes. comes over and he's gonna sweeten the deal. Short oh. sleeve dress shirt, right, right, and a tie, right. But he keeps it, you know, keeps it not tied all the way up because he right. wants to show yes. you he, he's 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 a reasonable guy. He's having fun. Yes, I and then the guy. Hey, uh, did did I did uh, did Doug mention that we have free coffee in the back of the room? Like, all right, all right, dipshit, just leave me the fuck alone. Let me get out of here. Give me my vouchers. Yes. Just go away. Fuck off. All right. Uh, now I'm not privy to Chris Long's contract details, Ed. <laughs> yeah. But I'm nearly positive that he is in a position to afford both a timeshare in Myrtle Beach and a boat. Yeah. Like, well, pr- what's the league any- minimum? I mean, he was a first-round pick. Yes, no, he's got he's he got a signing bonus. But he I'm plays. pretty sure the league minimum can afford better totally. than that. Yes, absolutely. Unless he wants and to. And if he won Powerball, right, he, he would have a little more than that. Yeah, he he could aim a little bit higher. Aim right. higher than things won, you can actually afford today. If I won Powerball, I'd go to Myrtle Beach and find all the timeshares and just blow them up just for fun. Yes, that would be my like object. No more timeshares. There's no more timeshares in Florida. I'm using all my money to blow up the (laughs) timeshares. That's actually a great idea. Uh, Okay, guys, we appreciate everybody's correspondence. Uh, Great emails this week. Great voicemails. Thank you all for reaching out, and please do so in the future. Uh, Ed, this is a sports show. Let's talk. We just just did actually talk some sports. Let's talk some more sports. What is going on in the world of sports? go-to move like if you feel like you really have to take a piss like what what and and let's say there's there are you know men's rooms nearby like what what is your what's the thing you would do well i would i ed i drink a an ungodly amount of water same i am yeah i'm a heavy water drinker i've got i work at a desk i've got water on my desk all day i'm taking big gulps i have a big jug of water that i drink out of all day so i and i notice as i get older Yes, I know where you're going with this, and I I'm not enjoying it. I just noticed yesterday, I was like, I just pissed like 10 minutes ago, and I got to piss again. So what I do is I just get up and I walk over to the bathroom, and I have a piss, and then I wash my hands and come back. Yeah, that seems like a reasonable... Well, yeah. uh, you know, there's a uh, professional poker player named Antonio Esfandiari. He went with the old jar-under-the-poker-table routine. Uh, <laughs> I feel like this is pretty common. Yeah, he uh, he uh, was promptly disqualified from the tournament and had to forfeit his hundred ten thousand dollars stack of chips. What? And you it's say, an expensive oh, piss. you know, this must be some sort of draconian anti bathroom break rules kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, you can't no. leave the table. Nope. Antonio could have left. There are bathroom breaks whenever you need them. But Antonio had a prop bet going on with a buddy, oh, and no. here's his quote. This happened because of a big prop bet I had with my buddy, Bill Perkins, that mandated I lunge everywhere for two days. Old Bill Perkins. <laughs> I cannot explain the pain I felt in my legs. I did what I thought was the best play at the time. Looking back now, I realize it was a terrible judgment call on my behalf. I am a new father now, and this is not the type of example I want to set for my son. Brian, I'm a dad. You're a dad. Right. 
let's give uh, him uh, a little uh, Esfandieri a little uh, advice. How is the best way he should break the news to his son? He's a complete dipshit. <laughs> I, I feel like the kid already knows. <laughs> I mean, lunging is hard. Yeah. But also, like, you make a bet with a guy that you're going to do something for 24 hours straight. The guy's not with you the whole time. And if you're going to make that bet, don't choose it when you've got some other money thing going on that it conflicts with. uh, Another thing. Are we still allowing people to call themselves professional poker players? Yeah. Well, that's the first news when he has to break to his son what he does. Yeah, like, remember when ESPN tried to shove poker up our ass, Ed? Yeah. Like, like oh, it's a sport. Like, these people are really intelligent, and it's a game of skill. And then you look at these fucking guys that are playing the game. Uh, and they try I, to look all hard-ass. Yes. I don't care how much money they win. What, well, whatever it is, they're lying. But even the most successful guy looks like such a Fucking loser, dipshit. I don't want to spend one fucking minute in any of these. I'm not going to watch them on TV. I'm not going to hang out with them. Like, these guys are losers. And you know what also sucks about poker? Is when you'd be in a bar and there wasn't a, you know, a sporting event on, it used to be Strongest Man, which is the best, like, background noise in a bar. Fucking Magnus for Magnuson. Exactly. I would love to just kind of yeah. occasionally, like, you know, if you're in a conversation, look up and you just see a guy throwing a keg over a wall yeah, or something. Yeah, great. Like, that was a perfect bar TV event. Now it's always fucking poker. Yeah, poker. It's always poker on, like, the off hours when there isn't, like, a real game on. Right. And yeah, it sucks. Late night. It really sucks. Agreed, because it's not a good, it's not something you can watch with the sound off. It's not something that anybody wants to watch at all. And you're right. Like, all of a sudden, you look up and you're like, hey, hey, this fucking guy's towing an 18-wheeler 100 <laughs> yards down the asphalt. He's got, it he's fantastic. got it. Fantastic. He's, he's got it lashed to his back. Like, let's watch this. This is pretty yeah, cool. He might blow out a knee here. Yes. <laughs> Those are some big bad. Also, why are they all from Nordic countries? Yeah, they all it was it was like there would be one token American. Like they'd have the eight guys, and there'd be like one American dude yeah, and then and just he everyone. And yeah, he was he was maybe if he was having a great day coming seventh out of eight. I, I you know, speaking of that, I just saw maybe on Deadspin or something that yeah. the uh the the mountain from Game of Thrones yeah. who is the world's strongest man, just set the record for for walking with a, he had like a squat bar across his back, and on Oof. each side was a 500-pound refrigerator. <laughs> and he, here he is. He strolled across some stage, set the record for the farthest walk carrying two refrigerators. I'd like to see that on TV. Now, yeah, that, that is, that's entertaining TV, not some not piece poker. of shit with giant sunglasses peeking at his uh, you know, three of clubs. And a hood. Ooh, I gotta put a yeah. hood. Or, oh, yeah. or they're gonna know my tells. They're gonna yeah. say, ooh, I have yeah. tells. Yeah. How about you lose your fucking tells, weirdo? You know what it was? It, which yeah. was an entertaining movie. It was the uh, Ed Norton, uh, Matt Damon movie. Rounders. Yeah. Right after that. That's when we had to be subjected to this bullshit. Rounders yeah. was a good movie, but I don't know if it was worth having on Earth if that this is the after effect. Yeah, Teddy KGB. He's, he yeah. used to fuck with his. Uh, he used to fuck with his Oreos. That was yeah. the deal. That was yep. his tell. Ooh, yeah. Teddy KGB has a tell. Right. That's a pretty good. Oh, you know who's in that movie? Underrated. Uh, 
What's her name? Gretchen Mall. Gretchen Mall. Oh, she was in uh, Boardwalk Empire. She was. Big, a- she was. She was in Boardwalk Empire. She also did, and this is on Netflix. I would suggest checking it out. She did like the biopic of Betty Page. Where she oh yeah Betty yeah yeah age and she is fucking naked the whole time, and I find her very attractive. I'm yeah. very into Gretchen Mall as I'm a, a fan. fan. I'm a as fan. A concept for sure. Okay, Ed. There are lots and lots of like athletes in general, pretty stupid. Yes, but as even for athletes. Hockey players have to be amongst the stupidest athletes. Tell me, you got a hockey story for me? Yeah, but you'd be surprised. This, uh, you, yeah, even less intelligent than you would imagine. Yeah. Now, now, so there is a hockey player named Justin Augusta, and uh, he was going through a, a tough breakup. What, 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 what type of things would you expect a bad breakup? Like, what, what do you do? <sighs> well, you get drunk. Yeah. For sure. Um, you you got to take your mind off shit. You can't wallow around the house. So you right. try to you get your buddies to go out and do shit. Like, hey, let's. What are you doing on Sunday? Let's go watch football at the bar. Yeah. You know, I need yeah. to, I need to get drunk. I need my buddies around me. I don't. You don't want to be home alone, like thinking too much about it. You want to get your mind off things. And usually, right. you got some good buddies. They'll take you out. Not my buddies. My buddies would be like, fuck off. But your buddies would be like, hey, yeah, Ed, let's go out and talk about your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not that much, but yeah, occasional feedback. We'll, we'll right. say that. Uh, well, the Florida Everblades player, yeah, minor league team, he took his girlfriend's love letters, doused them with gasoline, and set them on fire. The only problem is he didn't do this in like an open field by his house. Instead, he decided to do it in his apartment oh building. My God. Fire got out of control. He had to call 911, and he was charged with second-degree arson. Wow. Now, Brian... Why do minor league teams go with such cheesy puns for nicknames? I mean, the I, Everblades. The Everblades. Get the fuck out of here! It's because they're near the Everglades, but they 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 yeah. play on states. Terrible, but they're always the minor league teams are always. There's very few like cool minor league names. There, there's so many puns. It's really the only thing worse are pet stores. Um. Yeah, that's true. I will there's say one, there's one a few blocks away called Beowulf in my town. A, a pet store. Yeah, Beowulf. That's, that's, a, that's a that's a reference from literature. Yeah, Beowulf and Fantastic Voyage. Like, come on. Yeah, but but I feel a, like there are a lot of yeah. There are a lot of minor league minor league baseball teams. You get a lot of bad puns. That's true. I will say this. What? One time. I was at, I was working for a company and we, it was Christmas time and we had our Christmas party on the Queen Mary and in one of the, it was like in a big restaurant and adjacent to the restaurant that our party was in, Mm -hmm. there was another, there was another ballroom and the Long Beach Ice Dogs, who at the time we're an affiliate of the minor league affiliate of the LA Kings. Okay, so that, that's a good Yeah. They good were affiliate. They were having their Christmas party or some type of party in a, in an adjacent ballroom. Was it rowdy? It was rowdy. But these fucking guys, they had every chick from our party 
over at their party because they were all these big, just handsome, rugged guys. These fucking hockey players pull so much ass, it is ridiculous. That's why I wonder, this Everblades guy, he should have had like five more on the line. <laughs> That's true. Like That's true. Get... They, they all do. I remember back in the day going to Rangers games. Yes. And uh, Ron Greshner was married to Carol Alt at the time. And every time she got up from her seat, she'd get a standing O. Um, I, re- I remember she used to go on the Stern show. She was a supermodel, yeah. Carol yeah. Alt. Yeah. Um, hold on, I'm texting. I shouldn't be texting during the show. It's fucking very it's unprofessional. Bad, bad form. Um, also, I got problems with this hockey guy, but I got bigger problems with the girlfriend who, in this day and age, writes love letters <laughs> on paper. Maybe are, maybe are, he fell in love with a woman from the Civil War and he doesn't realize, like, because they are stupid, right? They were like on parchment. Like, yeah, he he showed up at the local library and fell in love with a woman who had the who was in love with a guy who also shared the same name. <laughs> yeah, maybe he found a time He's like, capsule. Oh wait a second, there's a woman. There's a woman writing to Justin. She must be writing to me. Yes, exactly. It's he, he he's he, there must have been some sort of confusion. Or maybe he only had internet, spotty internet access, so when she would email him the love letters, he would print them out so he could read them (laughs) later. But everybody knows if you're going to burn something, you have to do it. First of all, you have to light a cigar. Everybody knows that. The only way you can light paper is with a cigar, a lit cigar. Then you need to get one of those metal waste baskets that everybody had in their office in the 80s. And you, you light your papers on fire and you drop them in the metal waste basket, and no harm, no foul. You don't burn down your Everglades apartment. Right. It seems like he was very dramatic with all the gasoline. Yes. And everything. Like, calm down, guy. Yeah. And paper. Yeah. It's everything's written on paper. You don't have to make it paper already. Right. Easily, very flammable. Right. You're not trying to get a couch on fire. It's exactly it's a fucking right. piece of paper. That's that's what it does. You're not you're not pulling an insurance job on a late model Grand <laughs> Cherokee, buddy. You're you're just lighting some paper on fire. Yeah, I love it. I'd love to see the you know the the game day report where he's a scratch, healthy scratch, second degree arson. Um. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's not. I want. I want to know like what, who who are they a, an affiliate of? Like, is this guy an actual well, prospect? I, I'm just. I mean, I guess it, it doesn't necessarily have to be, but I would guess the Florida. Was it Panthers? Panthers, or maybe the Tampa Bay Lightning? Yeah. I'm basically, Ed, I don't know if you know this. I'm basically a fucking hockey expert. You know me. <laughs> I, I love the L.A. Kings. <laughs> My L.A. Kings are so hot right now. I, I, could, I could name pretty much every team. I know a couple coaches. Like, I'm I basically the most knowledgeable hockey fan there is on the planet. You know, I'm pretty sure I don't know any coaches not one not even the rangers coach yeah i'd have to it's think not, about it's it. no longer it, alan alan vignol or something Vin- yes they they does, do recycle does scotty, does scotty bowman still coach the red wings i don't he, think so he no dead? no he's gone um i they don't have john tortorella i think john tortorella has he, been the coach got, of two yeah, teams 
well, since no, the Rangers. Yeah, I think he's gotten canned a couple of times now since the Rangers. But he was the Rangers coach two years ago, and then he I think he was the Canucks coach, and then he got fired from that, and I think he's the coach of someone else now. Yeah. I, I could be wrong, but I think I'm pretty close. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, Ed, excellent sports stories. A lot, of, a lot of sports. A lot of sports. <clears throat> As always, I read this. I'm, let me see what you think about this. Okay. One in ten Americans would do porn for a million dollars. Wow. A new survey of a thousand people conducted by OnePoll.com that asked respondents if they would commit questionable acts for money came up with some interesting findings, Ed. The most startling stats showed that 6% of people, including a whopping 12% of men, said they would be willing to commit murder for a billion dollars. <laughs> While one in ten would be willing to commit arson, Jesus, treason, <laughs> armed robbery, <coughs> or mug someone with a weapon, or even assist a suicide. Okay, hold on. These are all very different. What are, what are the percentages here? But uh, this is six percent of people, twelve percent of men, for a billion dollars. Jesus. Oh, no. That, no, actually, 10%. One in 10 would be, for a billion dollars, would be willing to commit arson, treason. You know there's nothing more fucked up than treason, right? That is, that is selling out your country to, the, to its enemies. Yeah, and that's, that's punishable by death. Death so. penalty. There's, oh. no, there's no getting around that one. Also, it says they'd be willing to commit murder. It's, it doesn't say they'd be willing to go back in time and murder baby Hitler. They're saying right. they'd just kill a random yeah. per, like, And they could just sleep at night. Be like, yeah. well, I'm richer. Yeah. I'll kill somebody for a billion dollars. That's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. I don't want to be in society with these people. Ed, how, what would it take for you? Or how, what percentage of people do you think for $1,000 would be willing to shoplift or bet on a fixed sporting event? So these are minor for a thousand Minor, but also not a great deal of money. It's a thousand but yeah, it's not, it's not worth it. And so I'm assuming when you're talking about this is you could get caught. You, of course you could get caught. These are, you could get caught. So like, is that reward? Yes. I'm going to say... I'm going to say, I'm going to say there are 10% of the people that would still do that, even though it's not, you know, some mind-blowing. You'd be low. 15% of these maniacs were willing, and this is, these are only, you got to, you got to remember with how it works with polling. Not everyone's completely honest. You got to, right. you got to skew a little bit higher because. That's people right. People, admit. some people will, yeah, they, they won't admit. would do it. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Ed, one in five pil- people said they'd be willing to steal a street sign, shoplift, or flash a stranger for $10,000. I, You know what? Flash a stranger? Yeah. That, I mean, I do not. I do not like exposing myself to pretty much anyone. No, that's a pretty depraved act. It, it is. But if somebody's going to hand you 10000 to, you know, give them a quick flash... Right. It depends. Like, I wouldn't do it to any, like, anyone's mother. Yeah, anything. like, I wouldn't show up at grandma and be like, yeah, check out my dick, grandma. Yeah. Like, I, would, I wouldn't do that. Whoa. 
<laughs> check out my dick that way. Uh, yeah, and like shoplifting. I mean, a, a young, impressionable yeah. Brian Becker. Fourteen might might have gotten up to that, but as an adult. I don't think there's really $10,000 is not going to cut it. Yeah, I took down a street sign in high school. Yes. uh, Street sign's the one thing. For ten grand, they said, hey, go down to the corner and get that fucking street sign. And here's here's a ratchet. And they'll put a new one up tomorrow. Yeah, I do that. I do that. Yeah, I do that one. Ed, for a hundred grand, 25% of people said they'd struck... Swipe a street sign, but it it was also enough for one in five to forge your signature or steal from a restaurant or hotel. And for that same amount, one in ten said they would enter into a sham marriage, (laughs) perform a sexual act on a stranger, evade taxes, or snatch a purse. So for a hundred grand, I mean... I'd perform a sexual act on the street. For a hundred grand, you're going to get into a sham marriage? No, I wouldn't do that. I mean, a hundred grand? For... You could go to jail for that, by the way. Yeah, you that's, could go to I jail mean... for a sham marriage. And yeah. snatching a purse, again, That's you could go to prison for that. That's that's yeah. an imprison... And same with tax evasion. Good right, luck I've, with your hundred grand. A, I've seen Oz. I don't, yes. I don't need that money. I'd be the guy getting bricked into the wall alive, like mortared into the wall like Luke Perry. That'd yeah. be me. That'd be my fate yeah. in prison. That would be the best fate <clears throat> of all. There were a lot worse. Yeah, that's true. A lot of the ongoing yeah. punishments. The, things yeah. that things that people do to you that against your will. Yeah, Adebisi had had a lot of a lot of victims. How do you, how do you keep that hat on his head? It had to be glue because he didn't it's, have hair to clip it's it a to. Tiny little hat. I was just watching something the other day, and Adebisi. Oh, speaking of Oscar nominated movies, mm-hmm. I saw Trumbo. This was, I heard it was good. It was not good. Well, oh really? I was into I'm I was like into the subject matter blacklisting. Yeah, I like deal. that subject it's matter. Interesting, and that uh, Brian Cranston, he's Great fantastic. Actor. Yeah, he's yeah. a really good actor. Let's just say this: it was very long. <laughs> a lot of very lot of hearings. A lot of a lot of hearings. A lot of what are we gonna do? A lot of we gotta fight. A lot of that. A lot mm. of Louis C.K. was in there. It was long, and it was. You know, it it could have wrapped up about an hour and a half quicker. But Dalton Trumbo, spoiler alert, he goes to prison for this blacklisting thing because he refuses to rat. He is a communist. Uh And he goes before the the congressional panels and he's like, fuck you. You know, I'm not I'm not giving up my friends. So he goes to prison. Who does he go to prison with? Adebisi. What? But he was. I mean, that's a weird typecast. It is, but Adebisi's not African; he's Southern. But same difference. That's that's quick. That was my aside, my digression. Ed, here's a few. I need your numbers. I need. I'm pulling you. What is your number? How much money would it take for human flesh? I want you to eat a 16-ounce filet of delicious upper thigh meat. A young Asian man killed in a car accident. (laughs) 
And so there's no punishment attached. No, the punishment is eating the, the, the upper thigh of an Asian man. 16 ounces. Prepared however you'd like. What's it going to take? How much money? I'll do it for 10 sticks. $10,000. No, $10 million. Oh, $10 million. <laughs> Fuck that. $10 million. That's I was going to say. $10,000. No. $10 million. I feel no, like I... I mean, maybe even a million. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm craving flesh here, but I mean, that, would, that would help a lot. I, I read that, um, that book about those guys that got stuck in the Andes. Yeah, yeah. And they had to eat some flesh, and it was like loved ones. They tried to keep. They tried to make sure that the loved Uma ones. Uma Thurman's husband was one of them, right? Uh, <laughs> Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke was. One uh, of them. It was a movie. Yeah, yeah I yeah, read yeah. a book. But it's a different book. But yeah, yes, I know, I know, yes. I know. Um, Urugu- uh, Uruguay. Yes, they rugby were a team? rugby team from from Uruguay, and they had to eat some body parts, and it did not. They did not like it. Mm. Hey, it was hard for them, and but I feel like you know they didn't have access to spices. Yeah. Like if you had some good like Asian spices, so maybe and maybe a, a lemon and a lime, sear it in a pan. I feel like it could be like veal. Are you are you going below a million here? I mean, I think a million might be the number. I might. I don't know. I might do it for five hundred grand. <laughs> as, I mean, as long as the, the guy you're that, not getting punished for cannibalism. If if you're just saying the meal is prepared, yeah, yeah, I'm, and maybe the I guy guess. that died was like, "Hey, let I want somebody as my dying wish. I want somebody to eat a bit of my thigh." Yeah, five five hundred. Yeah. That's a lot of money, tax free. It went oh, tax free because yeah. I was gonna say a million. Works its way close to five hundred, but yeah. we're doing yeah. this under the table. This yeah, is cash. all right, okay, all right, cash. All right, here's another one. Mm-hmm. Your wife, your beautiful wife Michelle, mm. you find out she's expecting another child. I come to you and make you a naming rights offer. That masculine baby boy comes out, and you have to give him the government name Jaden Keanu Daly with very flamboyant spellings. I'm not talking regular J-A-D-E-N. I'm talking like J-A-Y-D-Y-N-N Keanu just regular spelling for that. Daily, <laughs> Jaden Keanu Daily. He's got to live with that name until he can legally change it himself at age eighteen. What's it going to take? I there's no price. Oh, you fucking no. pussy! No, ten no, million dollars. No, ten. I mean, I'm offering you ten million dollars to name no your third child Jaden Keanu Daily. A billion. I'll take a, a billion. billion a billion, because at that point. Now, now, now we can we can talk about me buying a sports franchise. <laughs> you could you with ten million you could set this guy up pretty well. Okay, running. Okay, no, I have a couple more. Because this is your this is your child, and like you know how they say like if you get a shitty name like you're just it's an uphill battle the rest of your life. You want the best for your kids. That yeah. kid starts off with that name like he's not gonna have the best. Right, he's gonna have the worst. Okay. Exactly. Here's another one. I come to you, and with me, I bring a guy 
very gay man with me. Mm-hmm. I'm talking, this guy's a full-on leather daddy, like straight out of the Blue Oyster Bar. Shaved okay. head. Yeah. Big Handlebar? Bushy, yeah. Hand, big bushy mustache. Tattoos. He's wearing a leather vest. Chaps. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I bring him to you and I say, Ed, this man is willing to pay any price to orally sex you to completion. What's it going to take? It's going to, the guy's an expert. He's, this guy knows, not only does he have male genitals of his own, but he's had tons and tons of practice, practice fellating men around the world. He knows how to do it. He could make this happen very, very quickly for you. All you have to do is allow him to perform the sex act on you. What would it take? So we would have to take like Viagra, right? Like, I mean, because that'd be tough. You, yeah, <laughs> or, or, or you're saying what would it take for me to try to get it up? Because I don't they, know if I could. Yeah, that would be that would be a problem. They say a lot of gay porn actors are gay for pay. Ed, people can compartmentalize. You might be one of those they, people. You've never tried. No, they have a name for those guys. Gay, gay guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, well, I just I don't. Yes. This one. Tell me. Because, you know, you're not going to forget that one. Uh, no, it'd be hard you know, to get out of cer- your mind. Certain, you know, sexual moments in your life get a little hazier than others. That's that true. That one's going to be just crystal clear every time you close your eyes. Yeah. That's going to take, like, a lot of retirement money. Right. Like, that's, that's, that's like the billion range, right? Yeah. I, I, I was going to say $100 million. $100 million? I think a hundred million, because like fuck it, you know, yeah. it's a ton of money. Yeah, I mean, no one would know, right? Just you and right. Hector. You know, I mean, fuck it. If I had a hundred million, I, you know, yeah, you could find a hundred million. I don't even care if people know. I'd be you, like, fuck you. You'd get dis- despite the the support of your friend, the support your friends have given you for this podcast. Unlike <laughs> any of my friends, <clears throat> you could just get new friends. But that's the thing. I don't. I, I wouldn't really care if you have a hundred million. You don't really have to care if people know like where that money came from. Yeah, that's true. Okay, there's one more. Care. Okay. You, you're Nicholas Cage. Oh wait, no, it wasn't Nicholas Cage. You're Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. Is that his real name, or was that his name on? No, his name is Woody Harrelson. Is yeah, that right? Woody Woody Boyd was the character. That's right, Woody Boyd, Woody Harrelson. Very confusing when you call the name the guy's name. Great actor. Great actor. He's a really good actor. Love that guy. Really, really good. Fantastic actor. You're him. Your beautiful wife, Michelle, is Demi Moore. Mm-hmm. You're in Vegas. Robert Redford wants to purchase a session. An overnight. 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. Anything goes. You have to sell your wife's chastity to this man. Her mm-hmm. commitment, her vows to you would be broken. And it would be you breaking those vows. What's the number? Wait, I'm breaking it. Well, I, yeah. she's breaking it. Yeah, but you're, but you're taking the money. You're forcing her... <laughs> She's loyal to you, Ed, but you're saying, hey, we need this money. This guy's willing. Bob Redford, not a bad-looking guy. He's willing to give us X amount of dollars. How, how many dollars is that? What's it going to take? 
The movie was one. One million. But that, that was also like 1990. Yeah, I'll say 10 million. I'll do it for 10. Yeah, 10 million. That's not I'm not a jealous type. I just think it, things could get kind of weird, though. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe even we'll five. I don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I'd be okay with it, you know, yeah. knowing that we're sitting on a big pile of cash. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to soar to the outer limits. Maybe five. I might do it for one. Like, well, I, yeah. Oh, I mean, one, but the thing is, if, like, for some reason, because didn't that, their relationship crumble after that? I, you know, I never saw the movie, to be I honest. Remember, I remember seeing it at the time, yeah. and... Like the, I think she kind of was into Redford because right. she realized like he was actually better in the sack yes, and yeah. and he was a rich guy who could provide her with like right. a better life. So like that's the thing you you have to factor in that what if your life crumbles like a million, yeah isn't isn't really you know setting you up for life. No, it isn't. But it's so, a good. It gives you a good jump start. I'm gonna say five. It gives I'll you take security. It. I'll, I'll, for, I'll sell it for, it for five. Okay. okay. Same question. All right. But instead of wrinkly ass Bob Redford, mm-hmm. it's six foot five Los Angeles rapper and one time Washington State Cougar recruit. The game. We've seen what he's working with. Yeah, he will wreck he's, your wife. She would need hazardous duty pay. Yeah, I don't. I don't I mean, I can't imagine. It's like waving a stick in the she, home tunnel after she, that one. She, well, also, she would be very mad at you. For making her go through that trauma, that would end our relationship. It could, it could. That you, yeah. you run that risk. What what dollar amount? You know, but that's that's I've seen that thing, and yes. you know that's saying how much to put your your yeah. uh, wife in a lot of pain. Right, that's true. So I, you know, for me, that number climbs up to like 20, 20. 20, 25. 25 maybe, like because yeah. because that's 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 you know. That's a hurt. That's a hurt ready to happen, that thing. I'm with you. Okay. Ed, joining us now, we'll put this to her. Our very own Baller Lifestyle pop culture correspondent, Fancy Sauce, joins us now. How you doing, Fancy? Hi. Hey, Kate. It's getting pretty serious. We're doing hypotheticals. We're talking, there's a story that one in in ten Americans in Uh this poll Mm -hmm. would be willing to do porn for a million dollars and so i just asked ed what it would take to get to to surrender his wife in an indecent proposal situation to los angeles based rapper and alleged member of the blood street gang the game he said 25 million dollars i think that's a fair number now i put the question to you you're in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. You're with your man. You guys are having a weekend. <coughs> you're looking hot. You got a tight dress on. You're showing your assets. You're feeling good. Mm-hmm. Your man's looking good. He's got sharp suit. He's in shape. He's been going to the gym. His wrists are healed up. Great hair. <laughs> Beautiful older woman approaches you guys in a bar. And she looks you in the eyes. It's, it's Demi Moore. She looks you in the eyes and she says, I need to tell you, you guys are such a hot couple. Your man, I don't, I don't know what it is about him. I must have him. I'm fantastically wealthy. How much do I need to pay you 
to allow your man to come up to my suite and service me for the next 12 hours. What's the number? Like the lowest I'll go or what I would would want? How much money would it take? She's offering you. She's got endless resources. Your man is going to go bang her for probably five or six times knowing him. And the guy's got good stamina. (laughs) I'd ask for a million, but I'd let you go for like 20 grand. 20 grand. Yeah. Yeah. I think Michelle would go pretty low for me too. Wow. Fantastic. Excellent segment. I would bet Michelle would do it for 10 grand. Yeah. 10, 10 or 20. Wow. And I'd I'd high five you and you'd have a good time. Yeah. Have fun. Don't, don't spend all my money at the tables. Okay. Wait till I get back at least. Yes, she just played black, and then all of a sudden yes. it would be gone. Yes, I come back Oops. and all. That's it. All your money's gone. Uh, okay, Fancy Sauce. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, you're welcome. What is going on? You are the pop culture correspondent on the program. It is the pop culture segment. What do you got? Let's get the bummer news out of the way. Some more people dropped dead okay. the past week. We, we discussed this briefly earlier, but give us, give us the rundown. Okay, Alan Rickman. Died at yeah, 69 that, from that was cancer. a bad one. Hans I didn't know he was sick, fant- and I was very sad to learn of his Fantastic ca- I know, character. I know these celebrities don't owe us anything. Right, but they could tell us. But I kind of hate how it's like, oh, yeah, he'd been battling for 18 months. Like, yeah, I don't appreciate give, that Give me either. time. Yeah. Give me yeah. time on this. I need get, some time. Get us ready. I know, you know, I know you think you need your privacy, but you belong to us. Uh, um, Alan well, Rickman. Hold on. Talk- hold on. Let's, do, let's, let's give Alan Rack, Rickman his proper send off. Okay. He was Hans Gruber. Maybe yeah. the, the most the, iconic villain. I think, yeah, I think he was film, the, at least of the, our generation. The best, the best villain. Yeah, I, yeah. I think he's the best because he was he was a fun villain on top of being scary. Yeah, like it's fun. Shoot the glass. Yeah, the guy was I mean, fucking amazing. I mostly remember him from the Harry Potter movies. I don't. I haven't seen any I've Harry ne- Potter movies, but I'm sure never, he's fantastic. Never seen Harry Potter. He's so good. Yeah. Um, okay, we, I'm sure you guys have discussed the passing of. Um, Glenn Fry. Glenn Fry from yeah. that terrible, very, terrible American rock band, the Eagles. Very, very, very sad when someone passes that young. That's much, also, much, much too young to die. Also, he from complications from rheumatoid arthritis. He must have been suffering and diverticulitis, which yeah. is a terrible, which can kill you. Well, obviously, ulcerative colitis. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I knew it was. Which a is very any in, thing. any any severe chronic intestinal condition is is terribly yeah. painful. Yeah. Um and last but not least, Celine Dion's husband Renee Angelil, oh, this guy. who this was guy also was her else. manager. <laughs> yes. He died. Yeah, he 73. wasn't as old. He wasn't as old as he looked, right? No, he was. He was seventy three. That's my dad's. But age. he looked. He, he looked seventy three for the last twenty. I was going to say, yeah. How fucking old is this guy, Ed? We, we first heard about this guy in what, like nineteen ninety? He looked yeah. seventy three then. And was he famous for something, or just like a rich dude, or like He's who a was producer. he? He was. He was a. I actually read about this because, and I'll tell you why. This Renee Angelil, he. I'm doing he air quotes. He found Celine. Yes, he found Celine. When she was rather young. When she was 12 years old. Oh, but their relationship and, didn't become romantic right. until she was, quote, 18. Right. And he, he was 39 years old and she was 12. And he was like a, f- a French Canadian singer slash producer. Bit of a Svengali. And, but luckily, even though they had a working relationship when she was 12, they didn't fall in love until she was the legal age of 
18. That's convenient. Like yeah. Elvis. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that worked out very well. So thoughts and prayers. Rip Renee Angelil. You're not going to like favorites. this next story. Okay. Because it involves an actor that you're not fond of doing something heroic. On oh, Monday yes. night well, around well, eight. One of us is very fond of this actor, no, that's true. and it isn't me. Okay, yes. Monday night around eight thirty p.m., Jamie Fox and another man were first to respond to a solo car crash that happened in front of Fox's property in Hidden Valley. Apparently, he pulled someone out of a overturned vehicle, made a nine one one call, dragged them to safety. Do you think? I think the vehicle was in flames think, as well. But, well, that was that's a very chips move. That's very Ponch and John right there. Maybe, yeah, the, maybe this sure. is a tie-in to the new. That happened chips in movie. at least half the episodes. Yes, there were there were always one. They were always saving people on the same section of freeway because they were at the time they were building the 105 freeway. So there, there it was always the same section of freeway because there yeah. was no traffic there. They always were pulling somebody out of the car, but. Do you think that before Jamie Foxx saved the person, he did, he like sang at him for a couple minutes? Because you know a, how he loves to like con- sing? I have a conspiracy theory. I feel yeah. like Jamie Foxx set this whole thing up and yeah. it was just a stunt. Why are you guys against this <laughs> yes, guy? He's a talented dude. It's, it's promotion. He's He's got something to promote. He's organized a very elaborate stunt, right? He's a, he's a multi-talented individual. Right in front of his house where he gets are to be the hero. I don't know. Django, Django Unchained was awesome. You guys can decide. Awesome. He he's won an Oscar. He's he was on In Living Color, which was a great show. That was pretty like, funny. Yeah, I mean, Ed, he, he's a talented dude. Ed Daly. But one, you've got you've got an angle. You're just trying to take him down. The guy year, did a heroic act. The, he's the, my hero. The, the, the term. Did you ever the, know the, that you're my hero? The term, Jamie. One year. It's 365 days. Okay. You are allowed to have one album on your phone, and you are not allowed to listen to any other music from any other source, and you have to listen to this album at least three times a day, and it's Jamie Foxx's R&B album. What, well, it, what's the dollar amount? How much would I need to give you? It would have to be an insane amount of cash, because there's two things that I won't stand for. Coming-of-age movies and R&B albums. I was, I have no, there's yes. no place in my life for either of those things. <laughs> okay, Kate, what else is going on in the world Apparently, of pop culture? Tory Spelling's deep in the hole, oh, deep shit. in debt with Amex. American Express have filed a lawsuit to get back the $37,000, almost $38,000 um, that she owes them. She hasn't made a payment since last summer. Apparently, she attempted to make a payment on June 26th last year of a th- about $1,000, but it bounced. Ouch. Bouncing checks, not baller. But, I mean, these... I, I know that, like, these uh, reality channels, they're not paying shitloads of money, but, like, they, they've got to be paying something. She must yeah. just She's be making some out money. of control she, yeah. spending. Yeah, she has to be, because, Ed, residuals, 90210 is still on the air. It yeah. sells every year to networks. It is and I know on things a channel turn- all the time. And things turned south, sure. but while the show was going on, her dad definitely gave her as good a deal as anyone on right. the residuals. Of course. And so she just must be like a maniac with spending. Well, she's, yes, she's. She I'm sure they lives, live way beyond she their lives means. She beyond as well. her means, but also, Aaron, her dad, mm-hmm. really fucked her over by leaving everything to the mom. 
Oh yeah, he, big time. he did. But what I'm saying is, like, she she definitely got a good residual. Oh yeah, she she still can't makes take money. that away. She has to make money. And these shows where you you were talking about her being, you know, a buffoon on TV, like yes. she's getting paid for she that. She ran right? a bed and breakfast. Yeah, absolutely. she gets paid what? for those Instagram she, posts she, that she makes. I'm she sure. probably she probably she's gets, endorsing gets everything sponsored on social media. Instagram posts. That's a big moneymaker yes, now. Yes. She needs, you know what she needs? Her next show should be like one of those, you know how there's like that guy that trains your dog on, he has a show. Cesar Milan. There should be someone that's. The dog whisperer? Yeah. There should be somebody that's like. He's not just some guy. A financial. (laughs) There should be like a financial dog whisperer. Yeah. A financial whisperer. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. What's her name? Susie. Susie Orman. Susie Orman. Yes. She could sort her out. Yeah. She knows what's up. If, you could set your watch to her hair. Here's huh? some here's some depressing news <laughs> about she's she's been rocking that same thing for like 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> here's some depressing news about Instagram paid Instagram posts. Kylie Jenner oh, yes. gets around two hundred two hundred fifty thousand dollars per sponsored Instagram post for one post where she is promoting something. Yeah, that's how much she gets paid. She's so because she's such an influencer. Yeah, she has millions of people. Right. Follow her on Instagram. I'm, meanwhile, we grind it out on a podcast that, if, <laughs> and no, no one's like, I, I would do this show for like thirty thousand an episode. Yeah, yeah. You're reasonable. Know? I mean, and I this, would too. This is a fucking over an hour of content. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. we're givers. Yeah. We give. Yeah, we give. Moving on. Continue. Looks like Guns N' Roses won't be the only '80s throwback to act at Coachella's uh, this year. NWA reunion seems to be in the works. Holy shit. Ice Cube is scheduled to perform solo both weekends of the festival this April, but um, he has dropped the news that he plans to reunite the legendary hip-hop group. Minus Easy. Interesting. All right, so they they can do 100 miles and running, but like... They're going to be missing they have to, the guy who well, the guy who had a big part in right. their. I best was at album. Coachella was, the year that they the, had the Tupac hologram. Yeah, it oh, works. They do that. I mean, that they could, could do cool. a hologram. I couldn't be any less interested in that. I, I'm not interested. There's. It'll there, still be good. I was trying to think of this today. Like I, yes, of course, people will still go crazy. I grew up at a time where I was very into both of uh, both NWA and Guns N' Roses, and I just I have no interest. I just don't. It doesn't interest me at all to see either. Act, you know what? Perform. You know it sucks. I went to uh, like a rap festival probably seven, eight years ago, and Public Enemy was one of. I mean, there were some like more contemporary groups, like you know Wu Tang or whoever. But but Public Enemy was there, and they were all winded after a song yeah. or two. Like yes, that's kind of a bummer. Like you know they did. Don't believe the hype, and it was like all right, we're gonna take five. It's like you just did one song. Yeah, right. Also, so, so many you guys on stage. Too. Do you, do you think they get the actual guys that used to be on stage with them, or do they just get some random new guys? Because those guys are probably like plumbers, tax accountants yeah. now. Like they didn't really well, have yeah. jobs in the band. One time I went to a Wu Tang show, and this was like when I decided I'm I'm out on rap shows. Uh, there were, there had to be 35 hype men on stage. Yeah. I couldn't even tell who was who. Too much hype. I could tell a lot just of waving bandanas band and the rest um, were hype yeah. guys and yeah. like cloth too towels much around so i was thinking somebody could fill in for easy like better than a hologram would be have somebody else so. like somebody better cool. better than a get, hologram 
But yeah. I say you do a, like mix up genres. Like get Michael Bolton to fill in. Yeah. Like do do something that'll <laughs> actually be like an event. That would be cool. I'd be into that. Uh, okay. Well, we'll look for that to happen. We'll see how that goes. What else, Kate? Uh, Academy Award nominations were announced, and this mm. is the second year in a row in which no black actors, actually non or any non-white actors at all, were nominated for an award. And as a result. Jada Pinkett Smith and Spike Lee have announced they're planning to boycott the Academy Awards this year. And here's the thing. Spike Lee hasn't made a decent film in years, right? And Jada, okay, she's mad about Will Smith being snubbed for concussion, but I don't feel like concussion. I haven't seen it, but I don't, from what I've read, I don't think it's huh. an Academy Award. Did you see those previews? Yeah. That accent was horrendous. He does an accent the whole movie. That's, that's not a, a I mean, Academy okay. Award. Maybe Get Outrage a little justified for Benicio and Sicario. It That's was a, a great performance great and a great movie. So but good. Yeah. I mean, no outrage about the fact that there's no women directors or cinematographers nominated. But, I mean, we're not crying about it. Uh, I mean, but this is a very Jada and Spike Lee thing to do. Ed, Ed made this point at the beginning. It's more, their gripe is should be more with Hollywood for not, making funding more diverse absolutely movies. and, and ed, ed do you like how i you did that earlier and then i just like made it my own thing now fuck yeah also run with it yeah. run with everyone it. needs to stop talking about the academy like it's one person making these decisions there's like five thousand people spread yeah. across the globe that that make these nominations and most of them haven't seen all the movies well yeah. i'm gonna just they say are probably all old and white yeah mostly i get yes. it and they're voting for their friends but Inuritu, in your in your in your is like Alejandro, a national in, treasure for yes, Mexico. Yes, he's I Mexican just want guy. you all to know, I'm standing with them. I also am going to boycott the Oscars. Yes. Now I'll be watching. I no. I'm going to watch the fuck out of them. Me too. I'm going to live tweet I don't know. that. When shit. are they? If I'm not busy that night. Okay. What else? Um. What else happened? Oh, did you guys see that gif of Leo DiCaprio reacting to Lady Gaga walking yeah, past him? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Why, why is it called a gif when it's with a G? I mean, I know this We've had this been, talk before. The G, I think the G stands for something with a J. Graphic. No, it stands for graphic, right? Graphic? Yeah, it should be gif. We've had this talk before. Yeah. I, I mean, it's give either, it a, Ed. Give it a... No, no. Gif or gif? Gif. Gif. I know everybody's and the person who invented the the term says, says GIF. it's GIF. Yeah. But fuck you, spell it with a J then. Well, it's like RBI. How many yeah. RBIs did he have? It should be how many R's BI did he have? Right. Hey, how many R's BI did Ethier have last night? Do you see? Do you see Ethier had three R's BI last night? <laughs> you say that and people that. are gonna look at you like a lunatic. Yeah, I'm gonna start doing I'm that. Not doing that story now. I'm bored with what it. What story? Apparently, El Chapo had never even heard of Sean Penn before their meeting. Yeah. He said, he was like, Did what's the name of this actor again? He asked his lawyer when that, um, you know, the woman that he wanted to bang, the Mexican oh, yeah. star Kate, yeah. contacted him. She's pretty hot. And well, just, I don't know if you saw Sean pictures. Penn on 60 oh, Minutes uh-huh. talking about meeting El Chapo. Ed, did you see that? Well, yeah, but certain pictures of this woman I just are want to hot, say, like from 20 years ago. Yeah. She looks rather handsome now. Oh, She's really? being investigated by oh. the Mexican little, authorities little now bit for money laundering. Oh, oh, really? I just want to say, I watched she, the 60 Minutes with Sean Penn. She looks worthy yeah, the, of the 60 Sean Minutes. Penn, Sean Penn is not smart. No, he's yeah, not. Yeah, 60 Minutes so interview was crazy. <laughs> he was... 
He, he was sorry down. that we didn't get it. He loves to insert himself yeah. into the political arena, Jeez. whether it's the war on drugs or whatever it is, and he just needs to stop. I he was... wanted to interview this guy to tell us the war on drugs wasn't working. Yeah. Like, yeah. what did that have that to do with And Charlie Rose sense. is like, yeah, but what were you doing? And he's like... Yeah, he didn't answer you... the question. Yeah, yeah, do you think the war on drugs is working? It's like, well, no, what were you doing with the drug dealer? Yeah. It's... Yeah, but... Do you understand the war on drugs? What are you saying? I will say this. It definitely took some sack to go and to the fucking jungle and meet with one of the most wanted men in the world. But then you hear Sean Penn talk about it and he's so dense. Yeah, it's like, amazing. Did it's it amazing courage? that he's a good actor because he really seems. I don't stupid. think he understood yes. what he was doing and how dangerous but it was. Isn't this? He's that kind of dumb, arrogant type of person. Because actors, they're just empty vessels. They're just yeah. really good at taking things other people think of I'm and sorry. saying them with fake emotions. Not all you actors, just. And he was like, a "I'm a real actors. journalist." And then they, they, he committed one of the, the worst things by saying, but I gave El Chapo, like, final approval. Right, exactly. Right. That's the worst thing yeah. in general. Shame on you, Rolling Stone. Yeah. Whatever happened to Rolling Stone? Seriously. Just uh, go play Spicoli again. Yes. He was fun. He was fun-loving. Fast Times at Ridgemont High Part 2. There is a movie they should remake. No. I'd watch that. No. Mm. It would be terrible. I'd watch it. Yeah. Um, LeBron James is going to co-produce and appear in a reality TV series called Cleveland Hustles. James and his close friend and business partner, Maverick Carter, are producing the series that's going to debut this summer on CNBC. CNBC? Um, And LeBron is going to make some cameo appearances on the show. Not even people in Cleveland want to be watching a reality show. They want escapism. Nobody wants to join Cleveland in the the summer. James and Carter will give four aspiring local entrepreneurs the chance to realize their own dreams while revitalizing a neighborhood in Cleveland. That's the premise. Wow. Sounds like a real snoozer. That does not sound like my kind of show. Yeah. Um, I would be interested to see what he does with his hairline, though. My prediction? And somebody get... One of you guys that, that's going to watch this, I'm sure we have listeners in Cleveland. One of you guys that's going to watch this LeBron James show, here's my prediction. Re his hairline. He wears a hat the whole time. Every scene of the show, he's going to have a hat on. Okay. That, Big he, prediction. He doesn't want any close-ups on that hairline. Okay. That's it. That's it? No Bachelor update? You guys can read my... Oh. You guys can read Keeping my recap, good. but it was basically all about Jubilee, who was the, yeah. the African yeah. American, one of two African American girls on the she show. She got yeah. in a bikini. She's covered she, in like kind of like stripper it, style tattoos. It looked like a biggie video. That was pretty good. Like she had a shiny bikini on, very revealing. Uh, I was kind of bummed that he cut the Russian Shoshana. I, I feel like that. she had more to offer. Maybe. That doesn't sound like a Russian name. And I'm getting into, I'm getting very into the, the Lauren with the brown eyebrows. Oh, I like her. Yeah. I've said all along. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm starting to get into her. My recap's up. You and guys I'm, can go read I'm it still if into Becca. Out. I'm still into Becca and JoJo. It takes me ages to get all those screen caps, so go yes. check it out. Reach, reach out to Kate with your Bachelor discussions, as a lot of you do on Twitter. Okay. That's it. I'm I'm spent. It's, yeah. it's like I've it's like I've been having a twelve hour sesh with Demi Moore in her penthouse. <laughs> so she didn't get paid. I don't have anything left. Nothing to show for it. I don't have anything left to give. Mm-hmm. I'm all yeah. My twelve hour session would be like 
good 90 seconds and then, you know, 10 hours of sleeping after that. It's interesting that you think that you would have a 12 hour session. Well, that's, that's what I would be contracted for. Right. Eight to eight was the deal. Like she wouldn't be getting her money. 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. Yeah, even if even if somebody paid a hundred dollars, they would not be getting their money's worth. I'm just from me. kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm fantastically virile. Yes. I mean, I've got Latin blood. I'm just getting into the realm of uncomfortable for everyone. Okay, guys. Excellent job as always, Ed. Fantastic job. Good job, all of us. Kate McManus, unbelievable work hey, as I just, always. I just come in the end and talk for a little while. You guys do all the heavy lifting. There you go. Thanks for having me, though. All right, for a daily for Fancy Sauce, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been episode 104 of the Baller Lifestyle podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Catch you later. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.